Hi, this is Jessica Cook and welcome to my Feel Good Podcast for Women. This show is entirely devoted to helping motivate and inspire you to live a healthy and a happy life. I believe you will be happiest and most fulfilled when you work out, eat well, enjoy a brilliant, healthy routine and live your life with passion. I want you to feel energetic and healthy and that's my goal with this podcast, to keep you motivated and inspired so you can live your best life. You'll also hear interviews from my clients who are some of the most inspirational women I have ever met. At the end of the episode, be sure to head over to inspirefitnesstraining.ie forward slash free tools to instantly download tons of free stuff like recipe books, meal plans, workouts and much more. Now let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode, habits that are holding you back from living your best life, healthy alternatives to have you loving yourself and living your best life in 2022. Like with every single podcast episode that I do, all I want you to do is to take one thing only that's going to help you progress further to feeling good. And what I mean by you living your best life, it's not in a pressury way, it's me getting you to the point where you are happy. You're happy in your Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and it doesn't matter so much what day of the week it is, you're feeling good and in control and calm and productive and happy. So I want to get stuck in straight away and first off talk to you about habits that might be holding you back. When you work with people for a long time, I've been working with uh, women for over of uh, 13 14 years now um i you always come across behavioral patterns and the same problems and the same issues pop up a lot um which is kind of cool because it means you get better and better at um identifying them for your clients and helping them get through that problem and we all have that we all plateau and we need a breakthrough for us to um go forward again and it happens to all of us and sometimes when it's ourselves it's much harder to spot than when a coach can spot it for you or when you're just chatting it through with somebody so I've collected um all the habits that I have heard over the past 14 years and that seem to be the most common ones that um are keeping people in a plateau um and preventing them from making a breakthrough so hopefully you can relate to a few of them so habits that are holding you back from living your best life cancelling on yourself to say yes to others um what I mean by that is cancelling on yourself um when somebody asks you to do something you just don't even give it a second thought of what you were about to do you just drop it and you go and do the thing that the other person wanted you to do and that might mean like a perceived nice thing like going for a coffee going for a meal uh it might be a work call it might be a whatsapp message um it can be anything but it's taking you out of what you wanted for somebody else and that is a classic sign of you not loving yourself or you being afraid to show people that you respect yourself and hold yourself in high regard um that's a big one a really big one and cancelling on yourself to say yes to others it's not just a big dramatic work thing it can be getting a text from somebody or a message from somebody and you've been sitting there reading your book really calmly and then you open your message and you're all stressed out that's cancelling on yourself you're giving up your own feelings for somebody else do you do this I mean, I can't even tell you how much I used to do this up until recently, like up until I suppose the pandemic, um, everything would get dropped for 
anybody who messaged me. It didn't matter who it was. Bang. Off I went. And that was me. And I would stay on the I would stay on my messages or stay on the phone call for as long as they wanted to. Regardless of the stuff that I wanted to do or the hour I might have grabbed in between bits and pieces I had to do for a coffee and a relaxation for myself. So if that's you, you've got to get rid of that habit because it's holding you back and it's making you feel worse and you're not protecting yourself. Never saying no is another thing. If somebody asks you to do something, yeah, no problem, I'll figure it out. Learn to say no and you start to build up that muscle. It's your superpower, that muscle. When you learn to put yourself a little bit first, to feel good about yourself, it's really, really enjoyable and you look forward to the times you have set with yourself more because you know they're not going to be broken because you're not going to let them be broken. And whatever you have to do, turn your phone off for a half an hour or whatever you have to do to not be triggered to go and do that thing, great. Not having boundaries, very very, very similar to cancelling on yourself, but not having any boundaries whatsoever, like whatsoever. If you're doing a workout and you're answering a phone call, that is not having a boundary. If you're having a really good conversation with your friend or partner and your phone rings and you answer it, that's not having a boundary. And these are signs that something's up, that you're not taking care of yourself, that you are not placing yourself in higher value to the person or thing that has interrupted you. That's just a fact. So when you start to live less emotionally and you start to look at things on more fact-based levels, like the next time you spot yourself not having any boundaries, say to yourself out loud, I've no boundaries. And you'll start to move towards the solution. My favorite ethos that I now live by is identify your problems but give your power and energy to solutions. Isn't that just ingenious? But you have to identify your problems first. So the next time you're being interrupted and you let yourself be interrupted or you answer a phone call in a workout or you do anything like that that disrupts what you were doing, say out loud, Jesus, I've no boundaries. And then you can go and get to work on it. It's the same as letting someone else in your life make the rules. I'm sure you all have that someone in your life that when they call or when they message, bang, everything gets dropped. That's it. And I'm not talking about people that need that. Like maybe you care for somebody. That's different. That's completely different. I'm talking about you recognizing that you don't set the rules for your life. You hope that person won't call because you know you're going to answer and feel down rather than I'm just not going to answer that call. That's letting someone in your life make the rules. If you don't want to speak to somebody, don't answer the phone. Don't dread that they're going to call. Fix the problem. If you're getting too many messages and notifications on your phone, if you're in various groups and WhatsApp groups or things you don't like, get rid of it. It's your life. If I could throw anything into the 101 room or whatever it's called to get rid of permanently, um, it would mostly be WhatsApp. I mean, there's one or two things in WhatsApp that I like about it, but the rest I absolutely cannot bear. It just drives me up the walls when it's used incorrectly. And I think it's leading more so than Facebook Messenger and text people to feel very, very stressed out. There's too many notifications. It's too fast. Um, I think for some people, 
absolutely fine. Other people, you don't have to get what I'm saying. But there's so many people out there that I've spoken to that feel the same way as I do. And it's like, I can't bear WhatsApp. It's too much, too instant. So being available when you don't want to be like, oh, I did that for years. If you're not available, don't be. And don't become available when you don't want to be. Do you ever schedule in a call or answer the phone or do something and you go, yeah, no problem. And you are so resentful and so raging that you've made yourself available when you really didn't want to be. Guard your time. There's memes and memes and memes out there about guarding your time. And it doesn't matter about what you know. It's about what you implement. I was a great one for reading books and going, I know, I know, I know, I know that, I know that. That's a classic sign of, it doesn't, I don't give a shit if you know. Are you doing it though? You know, being available when you don't want to be. Oh, I know, I know, I should really be better with my time. Well, just because you know it, it doesn't mean you're getting any improvements whatsoever. It means that you're being available when you don't want to be. How about not becoming available when you don't want to be? And actually genuinely guarding your time as opposed to knowing you should guard your time. This is all going to bring up really uncomfortable feelings. But fuck it. You've won life. You've won life. You can look back and go, I'm so glad I didn't make those people that aren't me uncomfortable for a very short space of time. But then they got over it. I'm so glad I didn't do that. I'm so glad I suffered my life suffered, my time suffered, my relationship with myself suffered for them. I'm so happy about that. Said nobody ever. You have to guard your time because you only get benefits when you do start guarding your time. You don't get benefits from knowing you have to guard your time, so guard your feckin' time. And if you're afraid of upsetting people or letting people down, look, I'm the hat of the biggest people pleaser in the world for a long, long time. I haven't proved and people will be maybe a little bit feeling a tiny bit put out initially at the start but then they'll just understand that that's just who you are and and the way you the way you're in contact with people and that's cool and if they have a problem with that then they have a problem with you and if they have a problem with you then why are they contacting you all the time if they love you they'll understand if they don't there's a different agenda binge eating that's holding you back because you can do all the workouts in the world and feel amazing up until seven o'clock at night and then eat shite on the couch and that's holding you back from feeling good in your clothes, from feeling good about yourself. Nobody feels good after binge eating sugar on the couch. I've tried it so many times and I've also tried to be super fit and healthy and feel great in my clothes while still trying to have loads of biscuits after dinner (laughs) and I can't. I either have to be overweight and eat biscuits and feel like shit or I have to cut that out and feel really good and feel good in my clothes. And <laughs> you just can't choose. Yeah, you just can't have both. You have to choose. And if you feel deprived during the week, you're not deprived. You're just choosing to fit into your clothes. And that kind of frame of mind can help a lot. It's not that, oh, what am I doing? Am I dieting? Am I just depriving myself? No, you want to fit good in your clothes. You don't want to be fat. You don't want to be overweight. That's all. That's all that choice is. Constantly buying things. That kind of keeps you away from happiness, I really feel, because you're just masking an unhappiness and you're getting wee tiny buzzes from buying shoes and buying clothes and bits and pieces. And 
you're not really happy and it's a it's an itch that never really properly gets scratched fully and you end up loving the buzz of buying something thinking your life is going to change when a cardigan arrives in the post and then you're just back to square one anything that you get back to square one on instantly isn't really good for you and we all do it too much alcohol too much food you don't give a shit you're just going oh I don't care I'm getting drunk I'm having too much wine or I'm eating too much Saturday night I don't care but it's not good for you we all know it's not good for us so it's just trying to limit that or be aware of it first of all that it's just a form of escapism you're just trying to change your state as Tony Robbins says when you get drunk you're just changing your state when you when you're impulse buying you're changing your state when you're binge eating you're changing your state that's all it is so the next question is do you want to change it well that's up to you but at least be aware of what it is that you're doing and then you can know why you're doing it and you might say I don't care I want to get drunk every Saturday night or you might go, okay, that, if that's that's mad. I'm trying to change my state. What's the problem? Might be the way you've been conditioned growing up. Who knows? But it's just good to know these things. Junk food. A lack of movements holding you back. Not sweating during the week is making you overthink things. If you don't get a good sweat on, you don't clear your head. And when you don't clear your head, you get real detailed in stuff. And that's not healthy. You're overthinking things. You're being overanalytical exercise keeps you away from the over analysis you don't need analysis in your life for a lot of things you can just kind of be and do and you don't have to overthink things at all a lack of movement is really holding you back when you work out consistently you do change your life no time saying you've no time is a load of bollocks no time to you're not making time we all have the same hours in the day i know i understand it's still a choice though if you can't work out during the day or in the evening, you need to figure out a way to work out in the morning. And if you if, if you can't work out, then don't work out. But don't walk around complaining that you have no time. Make time. Prioritize it. Or don't go after it as a goal. I'm I'm like we all do it with different stuff. I do it with my books that I that I love to read that help me become a better coach. That can get kicked down away off the day into the next day my goal is a half an hour of book reading that helps me progress and grow that's the first thing that gets thrown off and I say I have no time because it's the easiest thing for me to not do it's easier for me to go and clean the house and do a workout than it is to read a book a book like that but I know I'm bullshitting myself when I say I have no time that is just bullshit because I haven't made time so even though I might still be making no time, I'm calling myself out on my bullshit, which means I'm at some point going to improve. When you call yourself out on your bullshit, you have a much higher chance of improving than you do if you just go, I have no time. Not making much needed changes in your life. Um, yeah, we've all been there. We've all um, had careers or jobs or... Um, life events or things that we are really really not happy with and it's we're so scared to make a decision and we're so scared to make a change um, but really you're just going to feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders when you go and make a change or any of you um, watching uh, and just like that when Miranda told Steve she wanted a divorce and just that weight, she looked so happy, that weight was off her shoulders. Yeah, the build-up is absolutely horrible. 
But it's almost addictive to make those big life changes. I mean, opening up the gym in the Tomb Road, closing the gym and moving online in the pandemic, choosing to stay online. They're big events in my life that I look back and they mark the the years and they're probably the best, most adrenaline, most biggest time I felt alive. When you make those decisions, whether you make them in a good, like from a happy place or whether you make them from a sad place because you're not happy with where you are, you, you owe it to yourself to live a life you're happy. If you're not in a job you don't like, you like, how can you change it? Ask yourself good questions. Not, I want to change my job, that's impossible, but how can I change my situation? How can I change my situation? And keep asking yourself that question until you come up with the answer because you will. And a really good trick is to say, well, I know I don't know, but what if, but what if I had to guess? Because we're also going to go, I don't know why, I don't know, I don't know how I'd make the change. Yeah, I know you don't know, but if you had to guess and the answer comes, it does come. It mightn't come straight away, but it'll come. Engaging with people who don't have your back. Snipey, bitchy, competitive. People you have to explain yourself to. That put you down. That subtly put you down. That are very competitive with you that have little barbed comments that they think you don't know what they mean, but you know. All that sort of stuff has got to go. You don't need that in your life. Get rid of that shite and go live your best life and be kind and decent and teach your children to be decent and kind and help your friends be decent and kind. And that's the way to live. Scrolling on your phone in bed scrolling first thing in the morning or last thing at night is you again looking at other people not having boundaries letting someone else in your life make the rules that's cancelling on yourself to say yes to others in this case you're cancelling on your time to go and look at other people's lives whether it's RTE news or the Daily Mail celebrity news whatever it is that's taking away from you it's emptying your bucket First thing in the morning, what a horrible way to set the tone for the day, looking at social media. What a horrible, horrible way to start your day, looking at somebody else. Oh, nightmare. No social life, not making time to laugh and engage with the community, whether it's your neighborhood, a dear friend, family member. Not planning your life, leaving things to fate. That's not great. It's really lovely to have your goals, whether you're widowed, divorced, in your 60s, starting your 70s. These are chapters in your life that are just as important as the chapters that have passed. And you don't need to rush into anything. But it's nice to sit and think about what you want out of this next chapter in your life and it doesn't have to be a time deadline you don't have to rush anything but it's just nice to be having a think about this stuff you're not too old life isn't over this is a new chapter for you what are you going to do with it 
staying stuck when you're not happy. Well, that's the same as not making much needed changes that I spoke about. Not believing in yourself, second guessing yourself, being bad at making decisions. Thinking you're bad at making decisions, I should change that too, because nobody's bad at making a decision. People are just bad at making a decision. And over and back, over and back, make the decision, suffer the consequences. If it was a bad decision or if it didn't work out, change it. There's nothing wrong. That, that's the way successful people operate. Make a decision fast and just go for it without thinking. The worst thing in the world you could do would be to make a decision and then once you've made it, be second-guessing yourself the whole time. What a horrible way to live. Make the decision, bang, it's put to bed, it's done. Overeating. I try this the whole time. I pick off Joe's plate and and I'm hoping it won't count. I eat chips if I'm walking by the kids' plates or bit of a waffle or a little bit of someone's burger it works because I'm in passing (laughs) extra ham or or something when I'm in the fridge getting something else it won't count because I'm not on my meal it all counts overeating is so frustrating especially when you think you're not the things we trick ourselves with right letting a bad experience put you off trying again now I've spoken to a number of my clients about this recently and we all can do this so like let's say you are dating again or you're trying to join a group or you've joined a fitness program whatever it is you've decided to do and you've taken that massive plunge and you meet some idiot at the start of the thing that you've just started And that person completely puts you off doing it. How awful is that that you have let that person ruin all the opportunities and potential you had out of what you had decided to do. So as annoying as it is, you're going to have to put up with potentially a lot of annoying people to stick with it to go where you want to go. So like, let's say, for example, you want to join a tennis club and the admin person that you meet is just so rude. So you don't go back. And you don't sign up. Think of all those lost chances that you could have had. Meeting people and chatting to people. So remember that. Don't let a person put you off the thing that you want to do. And we all meet them. There's always one or two in the group that you're trying to join. Remember I joined the golf. There was one woman there. I I nearly didn't go back. There's so many there's so many things that we can join that that uh, we're put off on the first go but don't get put off not standing up for yourself you have to stand up for yourself and let your anger come out I don't do that the whole time I do try to grin and bear it but with some stuff I do try and say it and it does make me feel a lot better and finally following people on social media that make you feel bad about yourself for whatever reason it doesn't matter if you're feeling immature about it it doesn't matter if it's not their fault that you feel bad about yourself it doesn't matter you feel bad when you watch them so don't unfollow them get rid of them snooze them for 30 days is my favorite one because then you're not upsetting anybody so all those things are listed above they're getting in the way of you being happy and healthy and living your best life And remember, in my opinion, living your best life is when you could take the name of the day out of the week. And I know weekends are deadly. 
But how can you make, how can you look forward to a Monday on a Sunday? How can you enjoy Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays? And the way to do that is to make, is to create a lifestyle that, that gives you joy throughout the week. And they say that happiness comes in waves. So let those waves come onto you during the week rather than all the waves at the weekend is the best way to describe it. You're an absolute legend. Keep up the good work. Don't let obstacles stop you from creating a life that's going to make you feel happy and healthy and fit and good and strong. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. All my love to you. Over and out.